Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Hey, how's everyone doing? I was lucky I just to get on in time tonight because I had gone to see a film. I had I literally just got home a few minutes ago. Um, it was longer than expected. I'll talk about it more on Friday. I'll review it on, on Friday, um, on Friday night show. Um, but it's, it's Moon Age Daydream. It's about the, it's a David Bowie documentary. And it's playing on IMAX here in, in San Francisco. So if it's playing uh, in IMAX near you, you should see it. See it regardless, but definitely see it on the IMAX screen. And I'll definitely, uh, you know, I'll talk more about it on, uh, on Friday's show. But um, I guess, what, we should, what should we talk about? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? I want to know what's on your mind. And you can call in if you'd like, if you want to talk about anything. Anything and everything. Everything and everything goes. Um, I think the, the major thing right now is, is the, uh, the absolute ap apoplectic reaction to uh, Ron DeSantis sending the 50 migrants to uh, Martha's Vineyard. And I want to remind people that the, the, the uh, population of Martha's Vineyard is about 17,000. It doesn't include tourists. So understand that about 17,000 and during the tourist season, the summer season, that can, you know, go up two, three times that just from tourists. So, you know, there'll be thousands and thousands of tourists that come in every week, especially during the summer. So there's plenty of lodging, there's plenty of food, there's plenty of accommodations. That's not a problem. I mean, Martha's Vineyard has hotels, motels, uh, Airbnbs, regular bed and breakfast, they have everything. So there's plenty of lodging. So this idea that there's not enough lodging, there's not enough food, there's no way to, to uh, accommodate 50, 50 migrants when they accommodate thousands of tourists every week, it's just absurd. You know, it's, it's a true, it's a true absurdity. And, and it's just crocodile tears when they say they cannot deal with 50 migrants. And you saw that. That's basically what happened, right? That's basically what happened. And Lance, I see you. I just got on. Let me, I'll talk for a few minutes, then I'll let you come on um, while I get my bearing sense. I just got back from seeing that film. But anyway, um, 50 migrants. That's it. Just 50 migrants. That's all they were. And they went crazy. They said, we can't handle this. We can't handle 50 people. Now, this was just a show. This was just, once again, this was an act. This was an act. Um, of course they could handle 50 people, without a doubt, easily, especially now that since it's past Labor Day, it's past peak tourist season, there'd be no problem putting 50 people up. But they act as though this was such an overwhelming thing, that Ron DeSantis did this horrible thing that was so overwhelming to the people of, of Martha's Vineyard. It's absolutely absurd. And so what the people of Martha's Vineyard did, well, the politicians anyway, is they sent these people to Cape Cod. They they sent them to some military base, military base on Cape Cod. And now they're saying that some of these migrants want to file some kind of a class action lawsuit. Well, I'd be pissed off too, because Ron DeSantis 
said that I was being sent to Martha's Vineyard. And Ron DeSantis, by the way, put out the whole document showing all 50 of them, all 50 adults, all the adults signed off on going to Martha's Vineyard. Why wouldn't you want to go to Martha's Vineyard? And so um, what happened was I'm sure a lot of them got pissed off because they thought they were going to be in Martha's Vineyard and they were sent to Cape Cod. And there's also no doubt that some Democrat, a military base in Cape Cod, that wasn't the deal. And I'm, I'm sure some Democrats also got to them. I'm sure some ambulance chasing lawyers and Democrats got to them and said, oh, you should file, we, we're gonna, we should file a class action lawsuit now. This wasn't what you agreed to. But of course, it's the fault of the Martha's Vineyard politicians. It was the people in Martha's Vineyard that exiled them to Cape Cod. And, and Ron DeSantis made a point of this. Ron DeSantis made a point of this. They were sent to Cape Cod. These people who were hungry, needed shelter. And instead of getting it in Martha's Vineyard, they sent them to Cape Cod. Now, the fact of the matter is, Martha's Vineyard isn't technically a sanctuary city. Someone sent me a, uh, a, a list of the eight sanctuary cities right now, technical sanctuary cities in Massachusetts, and it's not one of them. But the people there believe in sanctuary cities. Let's not bullshit each other, okay? It may not be a technical sanctuary city, but in spirit, it's a sanctuary city. I'm sure they probably want to, but they probably just have to file some papers to make them officially a sanctuary city. But we know those people there believe in open borders. Those people voted for a president who, when he campaigned, said the country could easily take in two million more people. And by the way, that number is three and a half million in not even the first two years of his presidency. So these people in Martha's Vineyard voted for him. The people in Martha's Vineyard didn't vote for Donald Trump, okay? <laughs> they voted for, in fact, probably every single one of them voted for, for, uh, for Joe Biden. So they believe in open borders. They believe in taking in millions of migrants. So if you believe in this sort of thing, you need to like talk the talk, walk the walk, not just talk the talk. You need to do your part. So your part in that is taking in a percentage. Now, you're only a city of 17,000, so a small percentage, not a large percentage. But, but um, I'll get to you, Lance. Relax. I'll get to you, Lance. But um, a small percentage you should be able to deal with. You should do your part. If you believe in that and you voted for the guy and you believe in open borders, you should do your part and take in a small percentage. You shouldn't complain when 50 people are sent to your city if you believe in open borders and you voted for a guy who believes in open borders, okay? I mean, I don't see the people of Martha's Vineyard saying we are absolutely not a sanctuary city. We're against sanctuary cities and the border should be closed. I don't think they ever said that. They didn't say that before the 50 showed up and they haven't said it since. So if you're not going to do your part, then you need to shut up. You simply need to shut up if you're not going to do your part. You can't be for open borders, vote for a guy who said we could take in millions. And then when 50 are sent your way, you cry and you send them to a camp in Cape Cod, okay? That you can't do, that's called hypocrisy. It doesn't matter, we can argue all day and night, and I'm sure we will argue on this show about this being a political move by Ron DeSantis. I think it was move simply to do as I said, to make these people actually walk the walk instead of just talking the talk and to show that they're full of shit, all they can do is talk and not walk. That's what he showed, that's what he wanted to prove. And he did prove that, he absolutely proved that. And so this all this nonsense about being illegal and kidnapping, I mean, they weren't screaming. The Democrats and these lawyers weren't screaming about kidnapping when Joe Biden was sending hundreds and hundreds in, in planes in the middle of the night 
to sanctuary cities and sanctuary states and, and not even in Florida, some places that weren't saying he sent to New York state planes in the middle of the night. And he sent, um, he sent, uh, planes in the middle of the night to Florida. So why isn't that kidnapping? Why wasn't that kidnapping? Why weren't they upset over that? Why isn't that a, a strictly political move? See, they're full of shit. They're real. They're really full of shit. They're not complaining about secret flights with hundreds of people in the middle of the night. They're complaining about 50 people in broad daylight with cameras rolling, being sent to Martha's Vineyard. So this is how full, how full of, how full of crap these people are. And I think that's what Ron DeSantis wanted to prove. And he easily, easily proved it. And because he proved it, they're really pissed off. All right. They have egg on their face and they want to get some kind of, uh, they want to get some kind of revenge. They want to get some kind of revenge on Ron DeSantis. And of course, it's not going to, it's going to go nowhere. Like all the revenge they try to get against Trump goes nowhere. The revenge they're trying to get against Ron DeSantis is also going to go, is also going to go nowhere. Lance, you're chopping at the bit. What do you want to say, Lance? Lance, hello. I have you on. You there? Yeah, how you doing, man? Okay. I hear you loud and clear. So, um, what was your point there before there? What? I don't know. You're screaming at me. You're sending me messages. So you must, you, you don't know what you want to say? Yeah, Hello? drunk. Hello, Lance. Lance, are you there? Lance, I can't hear you. I'm here. Can you hear me, dude? Yes, go ahead. What do you want to say? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm really drunk. Refresh my memory. Give me the last sentence of what you were talking about. What are we talking about? What are you calling in drunk for? Should you call in drunk? Is that something you should Come do? Come on, man. <laughs> what, what was the subject of conversation? By the way, Cheech just said shocker. He's shocked that you're drunk. It's a shock that you're drunk, Cheech. just sent me a, sent a message. So Cheech is not shocked. He's not, he's not shocked. He's not shocked. Lance, if they sent, I'll put, I'll put it very simply, if they sent migrants oh the migrant thing the migrant thing yes yes go ahead all right all right all right so yeah absolutely if liberals are so open border types they better be able to absorb immigrants being shipped half a continent away absolutely hey, lance, lance you should drink more i like you drunk i like no. you drunk. <laughs> Dude, 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 listen, listen, listen. You come to your senses when you're drunk. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. okay, look. Northern, northern liberals hate immigrants as much as southern white radical, whatever, Republicans. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. You're right. Yeah. The majority of suffering that has been, in, you know, uh, you know, invoked on poor people has been has been done by liberals mm -hmm. in California, New York, in blue cities, in blue states. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, if you just just add it up, I, this isn't an opinion. 
this is coming from a socialist type. Oh, I'm not a socialist. But I, I, I end up on the left in most areas, right? Mm-hmm. The destruction, the destruction to poor people and people of color uh, and working class people in the last 40 years has been done to them more by Democrats than Republicans because Republicans don't pretend to be about that. Right. They're free marketeers. Yeah. It's the Democrats that are supposed to be right. about the working class, et cetera, et cetera. And, okay. that's what, okay. and that's what DeSantis wanted to show. He wanted to show what hypocrites they are up there. That's what he wanted to show. He's, DeSantis is a total piece of shit, asshole, evil cunt. Well, you could say you could say it was a it was a it was a pissy thing to do, but he wanted to make a. No, point. no, no, no. Have you ever heard of the Reverse Freedom Riders? No, we're the Reverse Freedom Riders. The Reverse Freedom Riders were after they sent the Freedom Riders that got assassinated. You know, like the white people that said we want to get black people in the South. Mm-hmm. To, to to get to vote, you know, and, you know, well-meaning white folks that got like killed just like the black folks did. Mm-hmm. Okay, what they did then is they said, "Let's send these people back north." It was called the Reverse Freedom Riders. Look it up, right? And it was a segregationist that said, "Yeah, okay, you what you want all these people? We're going to send them back there." You see what I mean? This was Jim Crow. Yeah. Right. And they said to Jim Crow, this isn't like civil war. This is Jim Crow. And they said, yeah, you, you guys are not doing so good. We're going to send you north mm-hmm. to well-meaning north where they have welfare state, you know, states. Right yeah. And they didn't. They sent them to other places to say. Right. So this is. Uh, so in other words, basically, in other words. OK, so. OK, so. Being someone. As a lefty. Who realized that anything good that happened from FDR like to now, yeah. and I'm not a duopolist, I think they both suck, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the racism and the massage, well, the racism we're talking about now, on the Democratic side is as strong and as real as it is on the Republican side. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what I'm saying is that this reverse freedom riders were a bunch of Southern racist white. Democrats, hello, yep. from the South that yep. sent these, these like, well, you know, yeah, fuck you, you are, you want to come give us voting rights, blah 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 blah. We're going to send your ass back north. Right. So they did this. So I, so don't, don't give me this Democratic Republican bullshit, brah. Okay, because <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity uh, cynic. Okay. Never said you weren't. Okay. So what the what Sasanis is doing is exactly the same as like Wallace and all these people said, Yeah, you want to give us this man? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, force it down our throat. We're gonna send these motherfuckers back north. It's the same thing, it's reverse freedom right. You know how wait a minute, Lance, wait a minute. Do you know how many migrants Arizona and Texas and Florida have taken in? Do you know how many migrants they've taken in? DeSantis and Abbott have not sent They've sent maybe Mike, zero Mike, Mike. Look, my grandparents out. came over here from Italy. My grandparents not only came over from Italy, so my, we so came over from so the poorest part of, of Italy. We came over as the anarchists and the people that were blowing shit up. Yeah. Literally. 
Now, not my particular ancestor, because they became entrepreneurs and they actually dig ditches and they did good. But a lot of the people that created the socialist, radical, anarchist, blowing shit up were from Eastern Europe. Yes, that's what we did. That's what immigrants did. So fuck you when you don't want to accept immigrants from Mexico now, because that was my grandparents. My grandfather ran booze. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen to what I'm saying. Please, let me just make this point. My my grandfather's brother was a successful restaurateur, but my grandfather... I'm muting you for a second, Lance. I'll put you back on in a second. But the fact of the matter is, they came here legally. They didn't come here just to live off... They didn't come here to live off the government funds. They didn't come to live off the free money. They didn't come here to live off the land. They came here to build things. They came here and they built things like my grandmother. They came here and they built things, Lance. It's a different story. And they, and they became legal citizens. They went through the legal process. They didn't come in and then escape and then never go to court and just become gotaways. Do you think there were millions of Italian gotaways or Irish gotaways? Like there was over a million gotaways uh, just under Biden, just under Joe Biden over the last 20 months or a million gotaways. That means they're not going through the process. Our ancestors, yours and mine, went through the process. And they came here and they built this country into what it is. They built this country into what it is. It's a huge difference. No one's saying people can't come here legally. No one's saying that people can't come here legally. This is a country of immigrants. But you come legally. You don't come illegally. That's the difference. That's the difference. That's the difference. Lance, go ahead. Go back. What do you want to say? You're back. Go ahead. You're back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. So what do you say? Okay, so, okay. What I'm saying is this. I never said fuck No, no, no. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. I do or I don't have the floor. I'm sorry. Lance, you got the floor. Hello? Lance, you got the floor. Go ahead. Of all the immigrants that mm-hmm. came over in the post-Civil War era till the 1920s, the people that came from southern Italy were among the poorest of the poor. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The reason the reason we Italians were called WAPs, it meant W-O-P, it meant without papers. Because most people, most people, not all, most people that came over from Northern Europe, Central Europe, they had birth certificates, et cetera, okay? So actually, it's it's really true now uh, that, in fact, I did a whole thing about like this refugee guy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, in Southern Calabria, yeah. one of the poorest of the poor areas yeah. of Europe. Okay, so if we put the same standards Right now that we have now, right on my grandparents, mm-hmm. we would never get. We would we're assholes. We're the lowest of the low. You know what I mean? That that we really were. No, with but Lance, they were the lowest of the low economically. But they weren't. They didn't bring over tourists. They, they weren't terrorists. They weren't sex traffickers. They didn't yes, bring, they were. They wait, a minute, wait a minute. They didn't wait a minute. Bring wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Could I could I correct you? Wait a minute. No, no, no. They were. No, they were terrorists. No, let me explain this. Lance, you're not making No, can I, can I please, can I please, dude, Mike, please? Go ahead. Can, I, can I give you a little bit of facts? 
or are you going to make stuff up? More like that. But go ahead. I'll give you a chance. No, look ahead. it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. At the time yeah. that America had socialists and anarchists, people that blew shit up. And this is something interesting, right? So there's this company called the Palmer Rage under yeah. Wilson, where they went and rounded up radicals. Okay. They rounded, they rounded up more radicals than existed, just like after 9-11 or whatever. Okay. So, but there were a lot of radical Marxist, socialist, communists that emanated from Eastern Europe and Southern Europe. And two of the main groups that really did, you know, foment, yeah. you know, revolution and anarchy and socialism, Marxism in America came from Eastern Europe yeah. and Southern Italy. And because, okay, so it's no coincidence. Go look it up, right? It's like Marx was from Germany. Yeah. And so a lot of that stuff started in Europe and then it came to America. Now, my specific ancestors, they didn't get involved in the anarchic kind of blowing stuff up like the 60s radical weather underground, Black Panther, whatever, okay? But yeah. that stuff happened. Yeah, That stuff was real. So no, no, what I'm saying is that we weren't just all assimilating. My my ancestors did. Right. They took jobs at the in the state, drinking ditches, then they became entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's how we did it. However, however, within that realm, my grandfather mm -hmm. actually ran booze for uh for the bootleggers, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't have any welfare state and they had to just survive any way they I could. But they weren't mafia, you know. Well, they yes. just had to survive any way they could. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I got you. Even the mafia, what would you do? Just, okay, I'm going to put on Daniel in a second. I'm going to put on Daniel in a second. But even the um, even the mafia, as you said, a lot of them become, became mafia because they realized that the government, things were stacked against them in this capitalist society. The government was not going to help them. They had to do their own thing. And so they did this thing of ours, which is the mafia. But uh, I don't, when I walk down the street at night, I don't worry about uh, Don Cheech killing me. I do worry about uh, a Godaway. I do worry about a Godaway who is who comes from a gang. I do. They they also didn't bring fentanyl into the country. They didn't bring fentanyl, which kills children. They didn't do child sex trafficking. It's a totally different deal. Yes, yes, there was some. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course, there were some criminal types, but they weren't terrorists that were going to blow up a building, okay, with innocent people in it, okay. They weren't going to do that kind of a thing. So it's a different story. You cannot compare the immigrants of the teens, twenties, and thirties to these people. Now, that being said. Most of these people are great people, but we got to be careful. It's a different time. They're coming from different areas, okay? The immigrants from Italy and, and Ireland and whatever were different than the immigrants from Mexico and Nicaragua and those places. They just, they just are. It's a simple fact of life in Venezuela. It's a simple fact of life, okay? Yes, most of these people are coming to escape uh, oppressive regime. They're coming to escape, you know, gangs and such. I understand that. But the criminal element sees the opportunity with this open border under Biden to come in and do their sex trafficking and their kidnapping and their fentanyl pushing and all of that stuff, which is very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous and something that the Italians and the Irish never would have considered doing. Also, like I said, come in, but come in legally, get processed. So you got to do come in and get processed like in Ellis Island. Remember, Michael Andolini, your name is Corleone. Now that processing processing legally 
That's all we're saying is make it legal. And you cannot argue against that. You can't say they should come in legally, illegally. They should be allowed, two million should be allowed to come in illegally. Come on. Let me go to Daniel. Because Daniel's been waiting for about 10 minutes. Uh, Daniel, Daniel. Hey, Daniel, how's it going? Hey, Mike. I just got back from uh, today from San Diego. Oh, you were in San Diego for the weekend. Well, took my son down there. He's the right. first start his sophomore year. Right. And, uh, my daughter went with us, and so we made a, like, a mini four-day vacation out of it. And, uh, yeah, a lot of driving. Um, drove up in one day, drove back in one day, spent two days there. Yeah. A lot of good fun. Sold the old my old Armada UCSD, and um, and then tuned back in tonight to find that I'm shocked to find out that Lance's uh, um, ancestors were were running bows. <laughs> hey, that's a yeah, come on. A lot of them did. Yes, I mean I understand. There were a lot of like I said, they 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 come from poverty. And they weren't all upstanding citizens. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But to make any comparison, I think, between the immigrants of, of 100 years ago and these immigrants, is not that you can't. I don't think there's any comparison to be made, is there? No. All I'm saying is that they must have left some in their will. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> um, and when it comes to uh, what Abbott and DeSantis are doing, it's real simple. I mean, the, the, the Democrats can call it a stunt. Who cares? What they're, what, they're, what they're doing is making a very good point, a point that should be debated. And that point is simply, if you're going to have a border policy, whether it's orderly or chaotic, that 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 responsibility that comes with uh, letting people across the border needs to be shared across all of our states. It's that simple. So share it across, send, them to, send, send 50 to Martha Vineyard's send a bunch out to the uh, the Poconos or whatever, you know, send them all over the place. If they're going to let them in, send them everywhere. Don't just concentrate them in Texas. Don't just concentrate them in Nevada and Arizona and in California. I mean, it's it's just simple. This is, you know, geez, this, 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 is, is this confusing to anybody? No, and like I said, if you're for and you're known to be for open borders and welcoming migrants and you voted for the guy who, when he was campaigning, said we can bring in two million more, no problem, because we're the United States, then you have to be able to do your part. That's why I've said DeSantis shouldn't even have to do this. Abby shouldn't have to do this. These people should be going down. They should have delegations. These cities, these states should have delegations going to the border and saying – with brochures, like tourist brochures, saying, come to my city, come to my city. We want you. We want you. They should be yeah. actively they should be actively participating in this and doing their part. And then they can say, hey, look, we, we, we're putting our, our – our, our, we're walking the walk and we're talking the talk. And we, we talk a lot about how much we love you people. And now we want you people to live next to us and in yeah. our backyard. But, see, they're not doing that, are they? No. And those sanctuary cities city should be down there, you know um, – Around the clock, um, they should be right there at the border and saying, "Hey, hey y- 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 nope, nope, I'm not taking a no for an answer. You're coming with me up to Martha's Vineyard, and you're going to stay uh, on, on uh, in my uh, my granny house until we get you situated with a new job someplace." Right, right. And how absurd! And also, that's that's the whole point of the matter. In other words, we know what these liberals and DeSantis and Abbott know what these liberals really believe, which is, yeah. 
we're, we're for open borders as long as it's your problem, Texas, as long as it's your problem, Arizona, as long as it's your problem, Florida. It's your problem. As long as they are in your backyard, we're, we're totally for letting them in. This is the same shit we see with liberals since the beginning of fucking time. Homelessness is okay. Let them, let them live on the streets. Let them put up tents until it's on our street, you see. Crime, who cares about crime? Until it comes into our neighborhood, then we care about it. You see, oh, yes, we detox centers and homeless shelters and, and, and all these centers are great, but don't build them two blocks where I live. Don't build them anywhere near where I live. Homeless housing, not on my block. This is how full of shit they are. And DeSantis and Abbott know that. And let me tell you something. I can't believe it took until 20, whatever, 2021, 2022 for them to do this. They should have been doing this a long time ago. Yeah, it's true. They, they should have on, on many issues. I mean, as you said, this is a lot of NIMBY stuff. And um, if you ask me when, when, the, when the Democratic Party um, dissolves, which I hope it does. My my party of forty four years. I hope it just falls to pieces. Uh, if it's if it's reformed, they should reform it in, in, in an honest way and uh, call it the NIMBY party. Yeah. By the way, sit there for a second. I have top secret. Don't leave. No one leave. I have top secret audio. This is top secret audio of of the of the uh, residents. A resident in Martha's Vineyard. A resident in Martha's Vineyard when the immigrants came in the bus to their city. This is this is just this is leaked audio that you're hearing only on and let's be heard here. We, here, stay there for a second. Here, let me cue it up. This is the residents of Martha's Vineyard when they saw the migrants pulling into their city. Okay, anyone who knows <laughs> anyone anyone who knows film knows where that's from. That's that's from Bad Lieutenant. That's actually Harvey Keitel. In fact, you could that's the first thing I thought because I remember there's a scene at the end of Bad Lieutenant where Harvey Keitel sends the two people who raped the nuns on a bus out of out of town, and he that's when he cries after. And I said, oh shit, that's gonna let me do something with Harvey Keitel crying and Martha's Vineyard. Let me tell you, you go on YouTube, you go on Google, and all you have to do. Is, is is Google Harvey Keitel crying? And there are like <laughs> hundreds of videos <laughs> of Harvey Keitel crying. <laughs> and it's, it's incredibly easy to pull up. So I thought, oh, that might be a little funny, a, a little <laughs> funny skit. You know, yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's basically that. I mean, it's like you, they, they say we're for open borders. Don't be xenophobic. You know, don't don't be don't be racist. You're such a racist bastard. If you don't if you don't believe these these poor migrants should be able to just walk in anytime they want. And when they get 50, Daniel, he didn't send 500 to Martha's Vineyard. He didn't send 5000. He sent 50. Barely enough to fill up one bus. And they say there's no room and shelter for them when they room and shelter thousands of tourists every weekend. These yeah, people, these, these people, they're so full of shit. Yeah, of course. One one of the richest richest communities in the entire world, and uh, if they wanted to, they could have uh, put them up in in a school for the next uh, an auditorium for the next three weeks. While in that time, for fifty people, they could have built you know 
shelters for, for all 50 of them. <laughs> and, I mean, and it wouldn't, you know, and, and it wouldn't have uh, even uh, even put the smallest of dents in their people. There are some liberals up there that have estates where they could probably get two estates and fill them. And that would be the only thing was two or three estates and they fill it up. That's it. Oh, two they could, states. They could have built entirely new structures, you know. They, they've got shitloads of money. They could have had they could have had other immigrants come in there, swarm them in there, uh, build, build build these new structures, then kick them out, and then put the fifty in in, in these new structures, and they and then they could have uh, manned and womaned their uh, their their resort community. Yeah, absolutely, no no doubt yeah. about it. No, so yeah. you know, and now that you know this whole idea of uh, of lawsuits and. When you uh, when you hear like that, that sheriff in San Antonio talking about, you know, criminal action against Ron DeSantis. uh, And then in the next breath, he says, because of Ron DeSantis, it was purely political. You know, the guy's a Democrat. You know, he's a liberal. You know, he's just and this is what the Democrats are doing lately. This is this is their modus operandi, is that when their opponents do something they don't like, they want to put them in jail. This is this is what they're constantly doing when you do something politically that they don't like, they want to find a way to prosecute you. And this is this is this is the Democrat way now. Yeah, they want to they want to cancel you. They want to eliminate you. They want to censor you and they want to prosecute. They want to make up fake laws to prosecute you. This is this is their new thing. This is their new thing. And it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. It is. It is dangerous. And it's just stupid. It doesn't solve anything. And, you know, they really should just change their 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 party from Democrats to NIMBYs and being and be freak, freaking honest. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't have been such a sucker for forty years and, and been part so loyal to the party if, if they were really um, telling us what they what they really um, what they really think of uh, the downtrodden in this world and what they really think of those people that just want to hand up. They don't want to hand out. They just want to hand up. And um, if they really told us what they thought about these people, I would have dumped them a long time ago. Instead, COVID is what taught me what they they really think about those people. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And, and we'll we'll get into COVID in a little bit in the show. But um, uh, as you know, you know, while you were gone, uh, I think you know this, Daniel. While you were gone, Biden announced it's over COVID. Did you hear that? Yep, yep. I heard, I heard about that uh, on Twitter. Um, what was it? Friday? Don't worry, Lance. I'll get back to you, Lance. I'll get right was back it? to you. Don't leave, Lance. I see you there. I see you. Don't get mad. I'll get back <laughs> to you. But what I, what I do want to say is Biden announces that it's over, right, that, that the pandemic is over. And he actually goes around 60 minutes saying, oh, look, no one's wearing masks. That's great. Everyone's doing great. And yet the day or two days after or three days after he announces this, I'm walking down the street Bush Street here in San Francisco, heading to the gym today. And I see one hotel and the sign says, you must be masked to come in here. So this is a hotel that still has a sign up that says, you must wear a mask to enter. And I looked inside the window and everyone's wearing masks. So I don't understand. I thought Biden was their beautiful leader, their beautiful, clear-headed, young, vibrant, intelligent, uh, uh, brilliant, uh, heartfelt leader. Why aren't they listening to him now? Maybe it just takes a while for the uh, the information to get around. Maybe they, they haven't heard that uh, Biden declared it over. Um, but um, I was on, I had to take um, BART um, oh. <laughs> to, to, to Albany today because I, um, I, I, as I was down in San Diego, I, I rented a, an SUV to haul some of my um, son's stuff down there. And so I left my car um, at my ex's place 
And um, so I had to BART back to get it. And I was shocked to see like 75% of people on BART still wearing masks. Well, the, the, they have the mandate still. I mean, yeah, but, but 20, 25% aren't and 75% uh, are still. And, right. and, and it's just, I was in, in San Diego, I would see maybe, I don't know, maybe 2% of people around there were wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And then I come back to San Francisco and, you know, it's a factor of 10 different. Yeah. I mean, I, in fact, there were, there were two places. There were two stores I saw, two, two, two hotels. No, it was a hotel and a laundromat on our street here, on one street in San Francisco that still had signs saying masks required. Masks required still, you know. And look, you know, mask mandates have been gone here for months. And the president, their president, their president, who they obviously voted for, just said it's over and how nice it is that people aren't wearing masks. So this we know we know what this is. We know it's psychotic. Right. We know it. We know it's a psychological disorder now. We know this. We, I went to a movie. Like I said, I went to see the movie tonight, the David Bowie documentary, and there were many people in the theater wearing masks still. So we know this is a psychological disorder now. They've been so fucked up, they may not, they might not ever be able to recover. That's yeah, what it, it comes down to. With, with, with some, it is, it is a psychological dis- disorder. That means it's just basic, simple germophobia. Um, right. It's, right. A neuro- it's a neurosis, and it was a problem. Well, um, it's germophobia, but before... Right. There's a problem before COVID. It is germophobia. But these people had germophobia before COVID, and yet they weren't wearing masks. But then they were told that masks were were the the uh, the magical device, which was going to stop not just COVID, but the flu, monkeypox, things that aren't even airborne. It was going to stop. So that's what they believe now. So now they're wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have a bunch of neurotics around. We have even COVID created even more of them, and they think that this little talisman that they've been wearing on their face is somehow warding off these evil spirits. Um, yeah, there's, and and then many of them that wear these things are wearing them simply because they're political symbols, yeah. and they don't want to give up their political symbol. And they enjoyed so much making other people against their will wearing their political symbol. It's like forcing somebody to put a. Biden lawn sign on, on their front yard by and, and said it wards off evil spirits, you know, and then and then, you know, having Newsom declaring a state of emergency and saying, yes, everyone has to put a uh, Biden uh, uh, lawn sign on their on their lawn to ward off these evil spirits. You know, that's that's how bad this really was politically. Well, I, I, don't, I don't understand. But why, why isn't Newsom following his supreme leader, Biden? I, I don't get it. Biden said uh, he, he still wants to hang on to his, his, his emergency powers for as long as he can. Uh, yeah, oh, quick, quick, quick update, if I can, about the, the UC problem. Um, since, since, uh, so, so we had, as, as, a, as a field in before, we had the, uh, a director of our center uh, there, the, the center in which I'm going to be doing my work, I'm a contractor now, um, saying that uh, I had to be vaxxed, and if not vaxxed, I had to opt out, and if I opted out, I had to wear a mask. Turns out, you know, I pointed out to him that, uh, you know, by sending him to various pages at the university that, oh, hey, you know, you're, you're telling me that it's your responsibility, for, that, the, uh, is, that the safety of the center is your responsibility, but you actually do not understand what the policies are. So, you know, get things straight before making my life miserable. What turns out that he really didn't understand the policies. And uh, um, the CEO of our company um, found out what the true policies are. And I don't have to do either. I don't have to opt out. I don't have to wear a mask. I don't have to do any of the stuff that, that this person was telling me, that this director was telling me I had to do. So it just goes to, it just goes to show 
how political this this is. He made this stuff up out of whole cloth or just assumed that um, certain policies applied to me simply as as a penalty. He knows they've been very vocal about about this, you know, this attack on our bodily autonomy from so many different angles. And, and he's just trying to punish me. And, and that's and what it sounds this, like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's how this how political this is, is become. And that's how accepted in this state, this sort of political abuse has become. Yeah. But now but now you have a real thing you can say. Now you could say your president that you love and adore that you'd vote for again, even if he was 98, just said the pandemic's over and he's happy no one's wearing masks. So well, I don't understand. I don't get it now. I mean, I don't. What are you saying? You're a Trumper? What are they saying? They're Trumpers? They're going to vote for yeah. Trump instead of Biden? Really? Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's going to be fun um, um, sticking sticking in their face this next week. But they'll come up with some, you know, stupid excuse about, you know, about why yeah. they used to be wearing this um, lawn sign on their face. You know, they'll, they'll, they're going to stick with it um, for quite a while. Um, I don't know how they think they are going to gracefully exit from, from this um, behavior because there's got, not going to be any graceful, graceful exit. Maybe yeah. they just think that it's going to be punctuated. Um, in some way, this narrative is going to be punctuated uh, by the uh, the midterms. And, and then after that, um, it well, will no longer be of any political use to them. And yeah. then they can abandon it. And then they think everyone else is going to forget it, um, if, especially if the Republicans win. Then they think, oh, they're just they're going to drop the whole mass thing if they win. You know, it was political for everybody. You know, who, who knows what's going on in their crazy ass mind? Yeah, now Fauci, Fauci comes out the day after Biden says the pandemic's over and says, oh, no, what he really meant was what he really meant was the pandemic can't be over because then it's, then I'm over. And Fauci can't be over, right? Fauci's got to have the power and the influence. And once once COVID's gone, the pandemic's gone, then Fauci's gone. And Fauci knows, even though he's stepping down from this role at the NIH in December, he'll probably go on MSNBC or CNN and talk about COVID next year and the year after that. And if COVID's gone, he's gone. And he's just a shriveled up old, old elf without COVID. So he had to come out and say, no, no, what he really meant was, what he really meant was the worst is over, but it's not over yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Rand, Rand, Rand Paul's making it pretty clear to Fauci that he's going to be over if Republicans take control, and and I hope that I hope that happens, and I hope that Rand um, runs this guy's ass up up a, up a flagpole, or runs the flagpole up his ass when he's <laughs> both one way or the other. Let me, yeah. let, me, let me go back to Lance. I don't, I don't want to get upset. No, no. Okay. Have a good night. All right. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Okay. All right. Lance, are you, uh, hopefully you're still there, Lance. Lance, are you, are you still there? Hello? Lance, are you still around? There you are. Hey. I'm here, man. Okay, good, 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 good. Good. So. The conservatives were right from Jump Street. The lockdowns were all about control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yes. Where do you think I stand politically? I have no I Lance, you hate everybody, don't you, in general? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. I'm a I, know, I know that by now. I know that by now. I know what you I'm saying. a misanthropic hater. Who loves everyone? You know, uh, it's like I love mankind. It's people I can't stand. <laughs> did you come up with that, or did you, or did you steal that from someone else? 
Woody Allen. Uh, th- uh, th- but then is that, did Woody Allen also said, I wouldn't want to belong to any club that has someone like me for a member, right? That's another thing. Yeah, no, Groucho Marx said that originally. Oh, that's right. Mark said that. Woody picked it up. But Woody, okay, yeah, absolutely. You're right. Woody did say that. You're right. You're right. right. But okay. the fact, but Lance, you know what I've noticed? A lot of people who listen to this show, a lot of people who call this show, have the same opinion you do. They just they 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 can't stand either party, and they really can't find anyone to uh, to uh, appreciate or or worship or honor or respect. It's amazing. It's a theme with a lot of people that call my show. It seems. Well. Here's the thing, right, Mike? People think that comedians and artists and all, they're all lefties. They're all liberals. No, they're fascists. They're solipsists. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not fascists. No, 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 no. Let me, let me be clear. They're not fascists. They're solipsists. Solipsists? Hold on a yes. second. Hold on. Go ahead. Keep talking. Okay, solipsis, solipsis. That means that <laughs> you're gonna they get create, me. Look it up. In other words, a solipsis. Okay, you're googling it, right? Go ahead, tell me what right. it is. It means that if I don't think it, it don't exist. It's like Solip- the tree here. Okay, solipsis. The tree that oh, falls in the forest one. doesn't exist if somebody don't hear it. Right. The view or theory that the self is all that can be known to exist. Okay, so in other words, people think that uh, people like George Carlin are liberals. No, mm-hmm. they're fascists. They're solipsists. You see? In but doesn't words, that, okay, when you're saying the theory that the self, so me, let's say Mike Kachopoli, is all that can be known to exist. The, yes. The, the self, the self, meaning, yes. meaning what? There's no spirituality, there's no belief in no. Another, another being? Yes. The yeah. only spirituality that exists is that that humans create. In other words, if God didn't exist, man would have to create it. You see? Right. Right. Okay. So in other words, we here's what George Carlin would say, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're all humans, right? We gotta preserve humanity. No, what if destroy us? Fuck us. You're not you see what I mean? If we eliminate all humans from planet Earth, planet Earth would do fine. They don't need us. Right. right. Planet you know, Earth does not need humans to exist. You know, planet Les, Earth existed Dan. before humans existed, and it will exist. It will exist long after we exist. You see, yeah, Lance, you're amazing. You're the only person I think who could be drunk and bring up a word like solipsism. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. I think. No, no, come on. Solipsism is also based on, like, in other words, what Spinoza. Are you familiar with philosophy? Have you read much? You know, I I took it for, let me tell you, I took philosophy in in college and I thought it was so, you know what? Maybe it was the instructor. I found it so goddamn boring. Can I, I, okay, you know what? I agree, you know, in one way. Okay, so I, I took philosophy and I took several philosophy courses and I took the first one was great, the second one, Okay, I took metaphysics and epistemology. Wow. Epistemology. Right? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. All right. What can we know? Right, right. And right. how can we know it? Yes. Right? 
Yeah. And this, this asshole, and I, it was actually the second <laughs> class I took from him because mm-hmm. I took philosophy 101, and we learned about Hume, and we learned about the empiricists, and we learned about blah, 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 and ancient Greece, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. And this asshole spent a whole semester asking the class, should we study metaphysics first or epistemology? Should we understand how we know stuff or should we learn how we know something a little? And it was like bullshit, okay, when I learned it after. Okay, okay, okay. That was that call. Then I took like, I don't know, it was, really wasn't like philosophy, like 202. It was right. still in philosophy 101. And it was this guy who used to buy acid from me, and he was great. We learned about Gilbert Ryle. And you know what? In, okay, so let, let me explain the first teacher. He was really using us as guinea pigs because what he said was, okay, I'm going to let the class decide whether we should study metaphysics or epistemology first. We're a bunch of 20-year-olds. We didn't know which one to study first. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know what I mean? Yeah. Tell us what. And he right. was, you know what I mean? And yeah. so this fucking doc, Mr. Show, doc, Professor Schofield, he was smart, yeah. right? And he was like playing us, okay? So you know what? Then I had a next professor. His name was Claude McMillan. And he would go through some stuff. And we taught, we learned about Gilbert Ryle. We learned about really interesting stuff. And he would say, yeah, dolphins could be as smart as humans. Okay, let's go to the next subject. <laughs> and he was wild. You see what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and I, I actually sold acid to the dude, right? It's like <laughs> my circles and his circles kind of intertwined, okay? Yeah. It's like that's what philosophy is about. It's about jockeying about. And this is why I hate America. I hate us because we think we're a nation of laws. Yeah, we're a nation of laws that were written by people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyway, let me get you the floor. Yeah, no, that's true, Lance. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. I think with something like, I really think, you know, you brought it up, but I think something about philosophy, something like philosophy, it really depends on the instructor. If you have a good instructor, if you have a good instructor, they can make it very interesting and exciting. It's how they, you know, how they, how they teach it. And it's like, uh, you know, it's like, um, my teacher, my music teacher, Mr. Holland, this guy was so passionate about, wait a minute, that's a movie. That wasn't my, anyway. Yeah. Like that, you know, like Mr. Holland's opus, like this guy is so passionate about music and the way he teaches it. It can make someone who's not even into music into it, you know? So that's, 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 that's I think that's a big, that's a big part of that. But, I do want to get to one uh, final thing, which is uh, going back to solipsism. No, just kidding. Um, but uh, solipsism, let's all look into solipsism more. That's a homework assignment for everyone. Look into solipsism. Anyway, so Governor DeSantis responded, all right, to the class action lawsuit that was filed in Massachusetts. The immigrants were homeless, hungry, and abandoned, he said. And these activists didn't care about them then. And he's right. These people are activists. They are. The people in Texas and Florida, they're not saying they're activists. All right. They want closed borders. They don't want them coming in. But these people are active, actively for immigration, pro-illegal immigration, letting as many people in as possible. Until, of course, it's in their city. Uh, yeah, I just want to read this. Let me read this. This is the response from, from DeSantis. And he, by the way, he attached the consent form for the flight to Massachusetts. Uh, so they all signed this form. He's not stupid. 
Ron DeSantis. They all signed the form saying, yes, we want to go. But they said they were going to Martha's Vineyard. And the Martha's Vineyard, they sent them somewhere else where they had not. See, there's the thing. There's the rub right there. With the people in Martha's Vineyard, why aren't the politicians in Martha's Vineyard? Why isn't the lawsuit filed against them? They're the ones that sent these people to Cape Cod with a military base. That wasn't a deal. The deal was Martha's Vineyard. It is opportunistic that these activists would use illegal immigrants for political theater. If these activists spent even a fraction of this time and effort at the border, perhaps more accountability would be brought to the Biden administration's reckless border policies that entice illegal immigrants to make dangerous and often lethal journeys through Central America and put their lives in the hands of cartels and coyotes. The transportation of the immigrants to Martha's Vineyard was done on a voluntary basis. The immigrants were homeless, hungry, and abandoned. These activists didn't care about them then. Florida's program gave them a fresh start in a sanctuary state, and these individuals opted to take advantage of chartered flights to Massachusetts. It was disappointing that Martha's Vineyard called in the Massachusetts National Guard to bust them away from the island within 48 hours. Attached is the consent form for the flight to Massachusetts, and link for reference is the Texas consent form. So as you can see, they consented to going to Martha's Vineyard. I have no idea if Martha's Vineyard got their consent to go to military bases in Cape Cod. I'm guessing they didn't. They just sent them there. They felt they had the right to send them there, even though they say DeSantis didn't have the right to send them to Martha's Vineyard where they consented to go. So if anyone should be brought up on any charge, there should be any lawsuit, it should be against Martha's Vineyard, the politicians of Martha's Vineyard. But you won't hear the left media talking about that part. You won't hear talking about the Martha's Vineyard to Cape Cod, to Cape Cod version of this, of this uh, travel, just the Florida to Martha's Vineyard part in which they've signed a consent form. I'm sure some of them had heard of Martha's Vineyard. I'm sure they would talk. They would. They were told about Martha's Vineyard. It's a city of seventeen thousand liberals who love them and adore them and want them there, and they'd welcome them with open arms. And this has been a nice, uh, beautiful city, clean, clean, liberal, clean, wealthy people, upscale, nice restaurants. So who wouldn't want to go? I'd sign the consent. I'll sign the fucking consent form now. They someone can London Breed bus me to Martha's Vineyard for free. I'll go. I'll sign the consent form to get the hell out of here. Even though it's another liberal hellhole, it certainly doesn't have the crime and the homelessness and the disgusting, dirty streets that San Francisco has. So it would be an upgrade. It would be an upgrade. Incredible. Incredible. After Biden announces an end to the pandemic, Fauci explains what he really meant. What he really meant. So the president, what Fauci's saying is the president isn't in the right state of mind, does not have the wherewithal to know what he means when he says the pandemic is over. Fauci, who's older, has to tell people what the guy really meant. What he really, what the president of the United States really meant, because the president of the United States, when he says something like the pandemic's over, doesn't know what that means. Doesn't know. He doesn't understand. He's not really saying what he really means. He doesn't know what he's saying. Please forgive him. This is absurd. This really is. This really. They all have to go. All right. All. I'm sorry. All of these old white guys just need to go. Many of them are past their prime, if they even had a prime. 
which guys like Fauci and Biden really never actually did. Fauci has always been a fuck up. Biden's always been a, a fuck up. So, but at this point in their life, when you're a fuck up and you add all these years and you add the, the mental deterioration, they just have to go. They have to go. Enough of them. Enough of them. Okay, let's see what else might be on the docket here. Um, well, I think that's about it for today. Well, you know what? Maybe what I'll do is, uh, because I'm feeling generous. I'm feeling generous. Now, don't don't take forever, Lance, because I want to I want to wrap the show up. But because I'm being generous, I'm a generous person. What do you got to say, Lance? How about we give you the last word today? Lance, you there? We're going to give you the la- I'm going to give you the last word, Lance. But I don't think you're there. Well, maybe he'll pop- there you are. I'm here, man. There you go. So what's the what's the last word? About what? <laughs> Whatever you want to say. You're in the queue. You wanted to say something, didn't you? Do you really think that either party is less pathetic than the other one? Yes, right now, yes. I think the Republican Party is much less pathetic. What? I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the, I don't, I, you know, I was in the 80s under Reaganomics, I was eight, nine, 10 years old. So I don't really know much about that. Um, but uh, I'm talking about now. I'm talking about now, right now in 2022. I'm not talking about during Reagan, or Reagan during Bush, Reagan, or during Reagan, Obama. Re- okay, okay. Let, let me just say this, right? Reagan couldn't name a post office without Democrats. Reaganomics was an equal opportunity endeavor with Democrats. Okay, if you say so. Once again, I wasn't around. I, I'll, I'll believe. I'll take you for your word at that. No, this is why a lot of blue states were destroyed during that era, it, like in Michigan and the Upper Midwest, which is why the working class has become Trumpers instead of. You know, Democrats mm-hmm. is because it was a wink and a nod yeah. between the corrupt, like mafia run, basically still, or at least court. Okay, they got rid of the mafia, <laughs> they let the corporate run it. It's the same difference in Michigan and places like that. Heavy duty mega pensions, yeah. right? And they screwed. They screwed the regular folks. Okay, the Democrats did more. To destroy the working class in the last four in the last forty years than the Republicans ever dreamed of doing. Well, there you go. Then the Republicans are the lesser of two evils. There you go. No, no, they're both evil. You just said the Democrats no, are more no. worse. No, you just said that. Well, I know. I just heard you. Yeah, okay, heard so, you. so, so basically, okay. Here's my two choices: Democrats who are more hypocritical that will say they're going to help working class people, but will fuck them or yes. Republicans who will totally fuck working class people and try to impose corporate fascism, free market, you know, you know, Look, I can only talk about recent history. And all I can tell you is the working class people definitely had it better 
under Trump than under Biden the last two years. No, oh, let me tell you something, okay? Eight, let me you know, tell you something. When inflation okay, is eight, wait, 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 Lance, when inflation is eight, it's going to affect the working class people, not the wealthy. When inflation is one, it's better than eight. That I know. I, I know I know numbers. I know math. I get it. When gas is two dollars a gallon, it's better than when gas is three fifty a gallon. And the only dollar fifty extra is going to affect our regular people, not Elon Musk. So the working class people did much better under four years of Trump than they've done under the first twenty one months of Biden. That's I'm just telling you recent history, man. That's all I'm telling you. And they were fucked by lockdowns when the wealthy weren't. They were fucked by vaccine mandates when the wealthy weren't. So I'm talking about now. I don't really care about 40 years ago. I don't. And I don't care about 40 years from now. I don't know. Can I agree with you? Yes, go ahead. Agree with me. Go ahead. Okay. So what I'm saying is that Trump, Obama, Clinton, Bush 43, Bush 41, (laughs) Johnson, right? They're all equally evil. Hello? All of them. Johnson. Kennedy. Okay? Nixon. Ford. Carter. You know, Clinton. Bush 41. Look. Bush 43. Obama. They're all war criminals. They're all evil. I want to give they all suck. All of them equally Democrat and Republican. So so go ahead. Yes. I'm going to give two Democrats credit because at least there are two Democrats in the last hundred years that have had a vision, a vision. And it was FDR with the New Deal and LBJ with the Great Society. Yes, yes. They were marginally better, but they were both racist fucking Southerners, both of them. FDR could have done more for people of color, but he didn't. LBJ was unreconstructed racist. No, they were marginally better. So even coming from a conservative point of view, no, I think they were even worse than you think. Uh, I'm trying to figure that line of thinking out, but whatever. Look, the fact of the matter is, once again, we're talking about what happened over the last two and a half years and who was right and who was wrong. And Republicans were much more right than the Democrats when it comes to the COVID policies. Look at DeSantis versus Nixon. Richard Nixon did as much for liberal causes as any liberal from FDR. A hundred percent correct. I agree with you. One hundred and fifty. And I hate that saying one hundred and fifty because I think it hundreds the top, obviously. But I one hundred and fifty percent. I agree with you. Yes. Who you think you're talking to, dude? I'm a heterodox, independent, radical, independent. I don't give a fuck about anybody. Any. I don't care about your sexual orientation. I don't care about your sexual orientation. Anyway, look. The fact. The fact. The matter is, I'm. I'm just gonna let you go because I really want to wrap the show up. But it was nice having you on, Lance, today. You know. It was good. I mean, you might be at your best when you've had a few because you made a lot of sense today. But once again, I'm talking about now. I'm talking about what's happened over the last two and a half years of COVID. Okay, and who was right and who was wrong. And Ron DeSantis was right and Gavin Newsom was wrong. And Ron DeSantis was right and Joe Biden was wrong. And Gavin Newsom was right and Andrew Cuomo and Kathy Hochul and all the Democratic governors were wrong. Period. And it's not being right or wrong on a on a on a small issue. That doesn't really matter. That's like number twenty on the list. Really fucking important stuff, visionary stuff, stuff that matters. So, yes, right now there's absolutely – that's why I'm going to end the show in a few minutes like I always end it. You know what I say at the end of every show. I'm going to say it again. 
because that's what I believe. And this is coming from a former Democrat, a former Berniecrat. So I think what I say has as much cachet, if not more than someone who's just been a lifelong Republican cultist and never gave the Democrats or the progressives a chance. Okay, so that's been the show today. I want to thank Lance, thank Daniel. I know Cheech is there, probably too tired again, but maybe won't be tired tomorrow. And uh, thanks for listening and, and calling in. As always, uh, I'm Mike Kachopoli. This has been in Let's Be Heard. Remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.